So Malechem Rabotai, Shavua Tov, Mishnah Yomi continues in the first parak of Shabbat, Mishnah Chet, Beit Shammai Omrim. Beit Shammai holds, Ein Nuznin Orut Le'ovdan, you can't give leather hides to the tannery to process them, Velo Kalim, and not clothing, the Kovis Ovid Kohavim, to a non-Jewish laundry or dry cleaner, Ela Kadesha Yosim Yom. Only if he has time to actually complete the work, heir of Shabbos before Shkia. Uva Kulan, and in all of these, Beitilo Matiridi Meshemesh. Beitilo allows you to give him the work while the sun is still out. And this also refers to the past three Mishnayat Rebote, where there's a Machloket Beit Shemai Beit Hillel, about letting your Kalim do work on Shabbos. Like we saw in Mishnayat Hey and Vav, that Beit Hillel allows someone's Kalim to continue working on Shabbos, whereas Beit Shammai they says they're like an animal of a person of a Jew and they cannot work on Shabbos, even though it's passively doing work and no one's interfering. So in all of these cases, if it's still Erev Shabbos, it's not yet Shkia, then Beit Hillel would allow it. Now, again, we do not paskin halacha l'ma'aseh from Mishnayot. We do paskin like Beit Hillel, but there are situations where you do have to ask your Rav and ask your Posek before you schedule something for a non-Jew to do on Shabbos, because there is a possible problem, uh, such as a case where if you're, if you're giving your car to the mechanic Friday afternoon and you say, hey, I need it back Saturday night at 8 p.m., well, that's quite possibly a problem because you effectively could be telling him to do the work on Shabbos. As you compare that to a dry cleaner, where if you bring it Friday afternoon, and and you say, well, I don't need it until Monday. Well, then he's got a choice. He could do it Saturday. He could do it Sunday. He could do it Monday. So that wouldn't be problematic. But again, it's it's a shaila in certain circumstances. Mishnah Tet, Amar Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel, No Hagin Hayu Beit Abba. There was a minhag among my father's household, meaning this was not the normative halacha, but it was a stringency they took on themselves. Shayu Notnim Klei Lovan. They used to give their white shirts. Obviously, they were always wearing white shirts and black pants back then, and black hats, kapota, everything, the whole nine yards. The white shirts they would give to the laundryman, the non-Jewish laundryman, three days before Shabbos, because white shirts can take a long time to get the dry cleaning right and get all the stains out. Again, this is a stringency, not a lamaisa. The Mishnah continues, Shovin Elu Elu, and both sides, both Beis Shammai Beis Hillel, are equal. Shetoanin Korot Beit Habad Ve'igule Hagat. That just before Shabbos, you can lay down the beams on the olive press and the round uh, sacks of the wine press. So in both of these cases, the actual crushing has already been done. So there's no malacha here. And they're putting something heavy, this heavy beam or these heavy sacks with weights to get out the remaining olive oil or the remaining grape juice. So even if they put these weights on, on Shabbat itself, it would not be an Isser Daraisa. So even Beit Shammai was not Gozer, Erev Shabbos, to put these on. Uh, the Korot Beit Habad is actually famous from the Daf Yomi uh, on Daf 24, which we just had on Friday, and they said if someone takes a netter, im konam, I'm bowed, im lora iti nachash kekorot beit If I didn't see a giant snake as big as the beam of an olive press. 
because apparently Rabbi Osai, the beam of an olive press was humongous and very large, had to bear a lot of weight, because it would weigh down one end and use it as a lever to squish the remaining olive oil out. So it's huge. So apparently it's an exaggerated netter and not a binding netter if he says, I, I swear I, I saw a snake that big. But the funny thing is, then on Shabbos, the, the dafiyomi we had on Shabbos, they said, hey, there was a snake that big. There was a snake the size of the beam of the olive press. And the government says, yeah, yeah, but it didn't have ridges. The snake didn't have ridges on its back like the beam of an olive press. Because apparently they would put the weight, attach the weight on these ridges on the back of the beam to use it for more leverage to extract more juice. So they never, no one ever saw a snake just like that. So that's the famous Korot Beit Habad Shkoyach